Tanya Davis, we made you watch Event Horizon, a movie about scary dreams in space. However, before you compliment, because this movie is about bring, uh, making a connection with the dimension of pure chaos, we are going to create our own chaos in the show today. We're going to connect that dimension. Chris, you have a pair of dice. Yeah, guys, I'm just going to say, yep. maybe we shouldn't be messing with the chaos dimension. Is that, is that, is that an nope. option? Meh. No. <laughs> no. I, don't, I, I don't get We're it. We're all trained professionals. This is the best way to work. All right, I'm outvoted. But Ezra, Ezra, science. <laughs> okay, you got me with science. <laughs> so roll this twice. So roll, roll the die. Okay. Five. And what's your second roll? Two. All right, Two. that's an eight. So nope, Tanya. it's not an eight. It checks oh, out. Nope, checks sorry. out. That's no, no, he, he, he oh, said no. it, it's an eight universe. Yeah. In that Chris has forgotten how to do math. <laughs> yep, uh, it's uh, chaos math. <laughs> in, in, the, in chaos, Just it means one, one less than the number. One. Yeah. So. <laughs> Just always add one. Don't yeah. worry about it. Also, there's no always in chaos. Uh, I so thought Tanya. about this, Chris. Chris, just so you know, um, if you have 12 items on your list and you roll two dice, we're never going to get number one. We'll have to find a way. I figured that out, and okay. actually, there's 11 items. I struck one. What? Perfect. Two through um, 12. I love it. I hope yep. it was one of Ezra's. Yep. Better not have been. Yep. Wait, well, so ta- no, it's probably mine. What we usually it, it was one of mine. Here's the thing, guys. If okay. we do it that so way, Tanya, won't it usually be the middle ones also? Won't it usually be seven? Yeah. Yeah, this is not totally random. Well, we'll figure that out later. This is not going great, okay. but neither did Event Horizon. <laughs> okay. So, <laughs> All right. Enter the chaos dimension. Chris, what's our chaos for Tanya, our opening compliment you are round? entering the chaos dimension uh, of lies, which means for the entire ooh. compliment round, you have to say the opposite of what you mean. Oh. So you have to say actually, it as if you loved a thing. Just whatever the opposite. Yeah, just, oh. just no, never stop lying yeah. for this one. Wait, but so, but I'm saying my compliments, so I have to say I hate. Well, correct. Yeah, you have to correct. compliment something you did not like. Yes, that's correct. Chaos. Oh, okay. Um, I I loved how. Wait, well, would it be hated? Oh God, chaos! <laughs> wait, so I just wait, say you so like something that you didn't. Oh, okay. Well, okay. So then I did. I loved how all of the women had to wear so much less clothing than the dudes, even though they were all doing the same work. That was amazing. But, but cool. they could have been paid and the same thought, for all we know. That's true. Well, maybe they were. <laughs> Unlikely. That seems super realistic and also... They were all be, murdered the know. same. Uh, were they? Yes. Well, well, like the same actually, level. No. They weren't... Right? But they all... Yeah, they all had like emotional secrets. Yeah. That were family related and the dude's things that i also thought were super great were all like oh my that time i killed a guy but then this other guy was there <laughs> yeah so you're all like super masculine things so yeah i loved sure. i loved the way gender was represented here i thought it was just uh, peachy that's an awesome compliment tanya and believable uh, thank you i'm gonna go no, second. you don't have to lie alex <laughs> no i think right, you alex. do i thought that was the yeah i, I, I think, think, I think we're all in the, I'm, I'm gonna be in the chaos dimension too I'm, I've, I've followed tanya in there yeah, we we all oh, came into yeah, the chaos that, dimension. That's good protocol, actually. Yeah. You know, when one person is compromised, it's good for everyone to just let's go be in compromised in the same yeah. way, at least, right? That's that's what I want. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I think it's it's helpful. It's good. So, and especially okay, if so I'm going to go one next. Person who knows how to do something, compromise them. <laughs> yeah. Okay, uh, Alex. Gonna, are you ready? I'm going to go next. So my lie compliment is. Um, oh, uh, I thought oh, you I, were going to get a new role. No, 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 I think no. we're all in the same chaos dimension, Chris. Yeah, we all, we all chased... Oh, now we... we just, okay, just, okay, now yeah, I get just it. just chased him into that dimension. We, chaos came into the ship. We're just on the ship. We don't get to leave that chaos. 
<laughs> All right. Okay, so here's my lie compliment. Uh, or my compliment. I like. <laughs> you well, guys are terrible my, liars. Is, All right. I'm just going to put it out there. <laughs> Wait, so, so Ezra, do you love the way Tanya Tran- made it clear that she didn't actually love the thing she was saying? I love it. <laughs> See, that's how you guys do it. <laughs> so, okay, so here's my compliment. Uh, the doctor on the ship walks into the medical bay sees his patient freaking out, who's been in catatonic for like a week. All of a sudden, he's freaking yeah. out, shaking, screaming, blood's pouring out of his mouth. And the first thing the doctor does, do you remember? No. Peels off his rubber gloves and throws them on the ground. Well, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, You don't yeah. want to get your rubber was, gloves dirty. Yeah, you'd hate to get it. It would be... I love that he was so concerned about his gloves' health that he took them off before he touched the bleeding patient. <laughs> they were good, yeah. they were good because, rubber gloves. Those are my good gloves, man. Yeah. <laughs> What could possibly be better be better than a doctor's caring human touch? You know, yeah, and I think totally. he knew that he knew the healing power of skin flakes on skin flakes. <laughs> Is that what, whenever you're asking for a hug, Chris, you're just like, could you give me some of your skin flakes? Because I am feeling low on skin flakes. Yeah, from your arms, neck, and chest. Yes, <laughs> you seem like a legitimate so- human, Chris. Chris, I love the way you think. I love Things it. Humans ask other humans all the time. <laughs> Uh, Chris, why don't you be next? Chaos Dimension compliment. Yeah. Uh, so my compliment is that this story of a lost ship that turns evil is so original. I'd never heard of it before, and I'd never oh. seen anything like it. And this could only take place in space, and this could only come from the mind of Paul W.S. Anderson, director of Alien vs. Predator and the Resident Evil series. Uh, you know, it, it didn't remind me at all of a Doctor Who episode that came out a few <laughs> years later called The Impossible Planet slash The Satan Pit, uh, which was not nearly as good as this movie. This movie was so much better than that Doctor Who episode. But the, the uh, Doctor Who episode was later, you're saying? It was later, but it wasn't at all better or better realized <laughs> whatsoever or sure. scary. It was not realism? scarier. There's in the history of human thought, I think this is what you're getting at. There's never been a time when we've gone to a vast and unexplored place and worried about Satan being waiting there to get us. No, never before. And I so don't I think that people was, have ever thought that way. Right. And and so it was it was really it was revelatory. And what really punctuated the revelations were the jump scares. That really told me <laughs> that this was the scariest thing and most original I, thing that I'd ever seen. I, I get it. I get what you're doing. You know, uh, I can I can comment. Uh, I, I think you should. It's your turn. I mean, I <laughs> I enjoyed that this didn't scar me in any way, and I didn't lose any sleep over it. <laughs> that, oh, no. <laughs> oh, buddy. Wait, no, it, it's fine. So I'm so glad you avoided the scars. But what sorts of scars? Oh, well, like like for example, wait, that, was it the blood orgy? Yeah, like like yeah, that blood orgy. Like I'm glad that that isn't seared into my mind forever. Um, and, and I'm, Oh, Ezra, I'm really, I'm so glad that you extracurricularly read perfume to accompany this and learned about the end of the book perfume in which that doesn't not happen. Seriously? It's not, it's definitely worth talking about here right this minute. Can, all right, let's all, right, let's, so let's all leave I the chaos like dimension for a second, then. Yeah, I think I think we're stuck in the sarcasm dimension right now. Uh oh, can we roll out of it? I think I think we should roll out with the uh, beginning okay, of our Ezra, show. Okay, Ezra, continue your compliments. No, in... I think we should... oh, okay. I think we need to move on. Oh, do we just get out? Right. We're, we're, are we free of all chaos dimensions right now, or so we think? Well, 
there's going to be some music playing, and that will be outside of the Chaos Dimension. Works. And then I'm going to start talking, and that will also be outside of the Chaos Dimension, just for clarity purposes. That makes sense to me. Good morning, Meetsies. Welcome back to Read It and Weep. We're a, a good podcast about books and TV and movies. And uh, I just don't know if we can summarize them all as bad anymore. We're just, it's just we're, we live in a chaotic dimension. I think we uh, can summarize this one as bad. I think we <laughs> maybe can. Yeah. What? I don't know. Only I maybe? I am your host, Alex Falcone. I'm your host, Alex Falcone. You can follow me on Twitter, Alex underscore Falcone. Joining me as always, he's at C. Walter Smith on Twitter. In Brooklyn, New York, it's Mr. Chris Smith. Alex, I wasn't going to tell you this, but I've been listening to this dress signal. And I, uh, I made a mistake earlier in the translation. I thought it said, liberate me, save me. I think it says Excrepola. Save us from this shitty movie. <laughs> uh, yeah, that is the Latin, Crepola. <laughs> yeah. It's weird that it's a dead language because it's so beautiful. Well, it's dead because it, it kills everyone who hears it. Oh, that could be it. Oh, shit. Take that. Shots fired, Latin. <laughs> I mean, really, everyone Latin who spoke is it is too dead. dignified to respond. <laughs> usual. Also joining us, you guys, in Northern California, it's the king of chaos. It's Mr. Ezra Fox. <laughs> um, I was anyone else surprised to see like Lucius Malfoy's uh, uh, like Lucius Malfoy here and like feel like generally sympathetic towards him? No, because he's a really good actor. I, but yeah, I mean, Cause, which cause one is he, he was in this, he, and it was weird that he was a good guy. British doctor, yeah, yeah. or British. Oh, generic. Wait, Lucius Malfoy is generic scientist from the nineties? No, he's trauma. He's trauma guy, the guy with the vest and all the tools. Oh yeah, 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 that guy. Oh, okay, I don't recognize him with the long blonde hair and not being in that movie very much. Right, that was a confusing thing for me. Um, yeah. Fun fun fact about that one. He has a nice face. So he uh, so I guess there's like this at one point. Uh, spoiler alert! He gets like kind of like you know, ripped open, kind of bad, and then like kind of made a, a <laughs> like a tent out of his huh. skin, I guess. And um, your I, chaos dimension yeah. right now is understatement. <laughs> he, he got a boo boo. He got a minor boo boo. Um, and um, uh, basically, so they have like a big like a you know, rubbery, I guess, prosthetic like like a dummy that they made for this and carcass um, yeah. yeah carcass I guess um, and um, they Jason Isaacs was like like to the prop department he was like hey can I have that uh, if you guys are done with it and that ooped them out so much they still had said no like even though they were done with it they're like <laughs> they're like uh, no Jason Isaacs we, uh, we we still we still need that because that is the creepiest thing right but it, what a what a conversation <laughs> starter right if you had that in your home this is my. Is it weird that I immediately thought of like failed Pinterest projects <laughs> when I saw the like finished product of that? I was like, you know, they make that look so easy. Like, how long was that supposed to have taken? Like five minutes? Really? Well, because I feel like it would look like some sort of badly trussed ham. I think, if any. Here's the thing. I think they were actually trying for. A, they were trying for a trust ham though when they made it originally, and that's what they ended up with. <laughs> this is a very badly it's trust just, ham. Then, yeah, that looks so organized. Yeah, yeah but that's the case. Chaos and evil. Every once in a while, you roll snake eyes, you know, or trust ham. <laughs> trust you trust never ham. roll one though. Which is the trust ham dimension? Uh, it's a four. <laughs> trust ham is a four, you guys. <laughs> also joining us today, you guys, a very special guest. It's a super host episode, as requested by our sponsor. It's Tanya Smith. Man, I'm getting some really strange readings in here. You guys feeling this chaos vibe? 
I mean, I am wearing like a tiny bra and panty set. <laughs> Man. So maybe I'm just cold. So yeah, so, yeah. so that, getting some readings. It's chilly. So every time, uh, every time they had to go into or out of, I guess, their stasis chamber, everyone had to like strip yes. down their skivvies. Uh, and like, it's crazy because like the, like the last scene of the movie, they're like the two survivors, uh, they, they're like they're like oh man let's get out of here and they just like then I guess they strip down again and go into their little like uh, like little water chambers and I I, yeah. I love it because I've always imagined that long distance space travel you would show up naked and screaming from a nightmare and wet I just think that's how space yes. travel should be that's how all travel works <laughs> it just seems right <laughs> I mean it just feels just, like the way yeah. airlines are going right now with less and less space that's how I take part for check bags the next thing is going to be <laughs> wet and screaming. <laughs> For whatever reason, yeah, humans are really interested in recreating the birth process whenever possible. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I like that. All right, so this is episode number 234. Uh also, which happens to be you guys the number of pages in the book Exceptional. Wait, how many is it? a powerful America. 324. 324. Dang. Um Yeah, anyway, same number as wow, the number that's of pages, a lot of pages the, about exceptional in, Americans, dude. That's the book by Dick and Liz Cheney. Oh. Which is obviously terrible, mm. but I like that he wrote a book with his daughter. I think that's cute. Like, bring your daughter to Evil Day. I like that. It's true, because, like, <laughs> I mean, actually, it's nice that, like, he wouldn't be, like, discriminatory, you know? It's like how, like, daughters can be just as evil, you know? Like, it's not just, like... Yeah, yeah. Right? It's not gender specific. She was wearing less clothes when she wrote it. Mm. Sure, and, and she was constantly chilly. as much. Well, yeah. she's, she's still knocking on that evil glass ceiling. She'll get there. <laughs> yeah, but she will be one of the survivors. Not Dick, I don't think. She will not be left behind. Oh, boy. <laughs> right. Uh, speaking of things that are filled with vile chaos and pure evil, this week we're talking about Event Horizon, the 1997 flop starring Lawrence Fishburne and Magnets. This is sponsored by Brian from Milwaukee, who said, Yes, best movie ever. Oh. Seriously, though. <laughs> This Brian went on to say, seriously, though, it's great around the 20th viewing. Oh, man. Okay. <laughs> I, I'm going to say Brian, I'm not going to put the time in for that. <laughs> yeah. I was just going to say, Brian, I don't know what you think we do for a living, but it's not this. <laughs> well, and yet, and yet kind of, it is, Tanya. How much would someone have to sponsor for us to watch a movie 20 times? Uh, 20 sponsors. No, I think it, expo- I don't I think it doubles I think it every more. time. Yeah. I think it's exponential. <laughs> Oh, no. I think it has to be. Yeah. Event Horizon to the 20th power. Yeah. I did not love uh, this, guys. Uh, this is, this is, this do is. Do you want. What, what's the opposite of jam? Jelly. Uh, this is, this is my jelly then. No, jelly's also good. The opposite of jam is like a strawberry punches you in the face. <laughs> this is my strawberry yeah, punches me in the face. <laughs> antifreeze. This is my antifreeze. Oh, antifreeze is kind of like the opposite of jam. Uh, anyway, if you want to force us to watch something that you liked the 20th time around, go to readdashweep.com, sign up on the mailing list. Chris, it's now your turn. I need you to summarize yes, in the style of a generic scientist bleeding from all over his face. However... Oh, goodness. Wait, which one? If possible... <laughs> a generic scientist. Oh, we'll never know. The 90s, generic Maybe scientist. Maybe one that knows a lot about theoretical things, but is yes. also dealing with a, a wife who committed suicide. And has no, no, a no, lot no, of okay, face it's okay, it's okay. He lives here. It's totally normal. Um, oh, yeah. Guys, I, for the record, I like to think this is, is like um, a sequel to Jurassic Park, where just like the doctor got really cocky about being able to solve any problem, and then found one. <laughs> that, uh, yeah. I yeah. like to think that he is all doctors. Oh, man. 
Yes, all Anytime doctors. A doctor, it's it's him. Yeah. I don't like to think about it. <laughs> Chris? <laughs> all right, Chris. Summarize right. for us, please, and uh, just dab at those scars if you would. They're bleeding. Okay. Oh, oh, oh. Hang on. Hang on. No. No, I, can can you see my scars? I can't. I've ripped out my own eyes. Hello. Uh, that's, a, that's kind of a mercy, I'm Sam right? Neil. Well, but, yes. but you, you uh, replaced them with someone else's eyes. They're useless. <laughs> yeah, note cards. What are Does you talking about? Does anyone have any Neospores? Because my goodness. Because <laughs> yeah, it's, not, it's not the eye ripping out that's going to get you. It's the infection. Yeah, yeah that's yes. right. Well, but also wow. you did replace them with someone else's eyes, Chris, so you can still see. Are you a Mr. Potato Head? Because that would have been way better. <laughs> yeah, like an evil, fucked up Mr. Potato Head. <laughs> I could just take other people's arms. Wait, 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 wait. Mine. Chris, are you implying that the actual Mr. Potato Head isn't evil and fucked up? Too sure. Uh-huh. He keeps yeah. his eyes in his own butt. That's pretty weird. <laughs> uh, Not normal. Weird. Not for potatoes either. Yeah, that, that is weird. <laughs> uh, but he did. Okay. You know, the cool thing is he found Mrs. Potato Head. You know, also evil keeps her hat in her butt. But they at least they found each other. <laughs> Can you imagine yeah. what the first date would be like? With a little where it's like, it's like, I'm sorry, there's something I gotta tell you. I keep my eyes, my sleepy eyes in my butt. And she's like, <laughs> I keep my hat in my butt. This is gonna go great. More yeah. tacos. They would be so yeah. stoked when they meet each other. Yeah. I've been reading like all the these profiles. A good match means you just order more food. Yeah. You're like, you know what? I like you. Double dinner. No. <laughs> is that not how it goes? That does seem like a good date. I think if you're on that date and she orders double tacos to celebrate your uh, butt similarities, that's an <laughs> even better date. More tacos. <laughs> More yeah. tacos. Yeah. This thing's you got celebrate. legs, or at least shoes, that bolt onto the bottom of your tubular body. <laughs> your torso. Hey, Chris, yeah. let's go back to your summary. This is a good hey, summary. So far, okay. Chris. Chaos. So it's the year 2047, and uh, Earth, ship uh, the Lewis and Clark, assuming it's American... Uh, is a rescue, it's a search and rescue ship. If somebody drops the ball, they get the call. And the call comes, and they have to rescue the crew of the Event Horizon, an experimental ship that is found stranded out past Neptune. For, it disappeared seven years ago. For the record, a lot Chris, of years. I think the slogan should have been, when someone drops the ball, we cradle those balls. Yeah. <laughs> yeah? That's, I don't we, know. G- we give you a little tickle. Yeah. <laughs> All right, continue. Yeah. Uh, so the event horizon, the titular ship of the movie, uh, disappeared seven years ago and is now back on the scopes. So they got to go figure out, is anybody alive? What's up? So they send the Lewis and Clark and it's, it's Lawrence Fishburne. He's Captain Miller and he's got his, his crack team, uh, that all, you know, gives a lot of a lip and there's a lot of camaraderie. There's the pilot, there's the rescue tech, there's the Lieutenant XO, there's the trauma surgeon played by Lucius Malfoy, there's the medical expert and the engineer. Oh yeah. And they also brought along Sam Neill. Which one of these is not like the other? He is the scientist who designed the event horizon and, uh, you know, the Event Horizons is really special because it uses an experimental drive called a gravity drive that is supposed to be able to travel faster than light by bridging two spaces or points in space using black holes and magnets. It's super dangerous. Yeah, uh, the so magnet when they thing, get... it's sort of like like science fiction movies in space uh, that are not Star Wars use magnets yeah. where Star Wars uses the force. It's just like, mm. well, how does that work? Oh, there's a lot of magnets. And, oh, okay. And yet... Yeah. There are two sides of the magnet, right? Light, the, yeah, positive uh-huh. and negative. <gasps> Good and evil? Yeah, yeah. There's definitely evil Good side evil. of the magnet. I like to think of yeah. one side of the magnet as evil, for sure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
Are the staples that I pick up off the floor using a magnet attracted to the dark side or the light side of the magnet? Ooh, Ooh. good question. I don't stretch out with your feelings. I'm not going to think about it. Okay. So uh, they get there, and the event horizon, well, it doesn't have any people on it. It just has a lot of dead And a floating watch, uh, which I thought would have been obsolete, you know, by by 2042 or whatever. It turns out a mechanical Swiss movement ages very well in space. Yeah, I think if... Yeah, classic edition. If we've learned anything... I I learned that if if we learned anything right now, it's that the smart watch revolution is not happening, and we're just classic watches forever. I think we've got it. Yeah. Although this movie also said we had a moon base by 2015. So, well, yeah. oh, that's true. I do like when the opening crawl of a science fiction movie is so clearly wrong. Yeah. <laughs> it really gets me into the story. I, yeah. I thought, wait, do you think they actually thought we would have had one, though, in 18 years? Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe they were hopeful. Didn't George Bush saying. say we were going to? Man, he, he did. did not follow through. I'm going to say it. I, I'm, I'm disappointed with his presidency. <laughs> you know, that makes one you know, of us I've been, waiting, I've been waiting to hear your hot take on George Bush's presidency for years as, and I'm so relieved I'm a surprised. Oh, you really came down on the right side of history yeah. there well only on that one issue <laughs> yeah right, right so this ship this event horizon they get there there's nobody there's just dead bodies because the crew all killed each other in what's termed a blood orgy where they just <laughs> tore each other apart just and, your run of the mill uh, blood orgy each other yeah, and you know, the other weird thing is that when they get there, this ship that's been like gone for seven years, they get there, it's turned off, and they step onto the ship, and all of a sudden, it turns on. That gravity drive, it activates by itself, causing a shockwave. It damages the Lewis and Clark. Lewis and Clark, little ship. Event Horizon, big ship. So they just go aboard the big ship to go hang out there. And so they're all on this ship. Well, the ship is evil. It's alive, and it's evil, and it wants to kill everybody. So, uh, you know... The rest Who saw of the crew, that they coming? start seeing things. I didn't see the whole ship being evil coming. Yeah, that was a surprise. I, it's tough. Yeah, honestly, it's tough for things that that big to be organized in an evil way. You know, like I imagine, That's like you know, true. there's some evil, evil like lug nuts or something like that, right? But the whole ship, who, you know, yeah, kind of they lot. all have to be working in. Well, yeah, there's a lot of evil about synergy, a lot of board movements. Right? Yep. T- tell me about this evil lug nut. Oh, it is really tough to get on screwed. You know the way you want. You know, it's just like it's oh. like you think you got it, but it's like oh no, it's like one thread up. So, uh, oh yeah, and it it seems uh, like it really wants to strip all the threads. Oh, it totally wants yeah, it's to. Always, it's not it's your just imagination. A little bit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that makes way more sense than the whole ship being evil. Good point, right? Sure. Yeah, normally I'm an all dogs is good dogs, all ships is good ships sort of guy, but <laughs> yeah. this ship came back from a chaos yeah, dimension yeah. of pure evil. Yeah. And uh, you know. And now it wants your war stories. It wants them real bad. Yeah. <laughs> so the rescue crew they start seeing these scary things, these flashbacks of bad things that have happened that like seem real and and so like somebody sees their dead wife who committed suicide. Uh, somebody sees their son getting hurt in this accident that their son's now in a wheelchair. You know, they just see all these really terrible things. And uh, one by one, they start dying. Well, right? so, like, the, uh, the person he let burn to death. Yeah. yeah, maybe. Yeah, that's true. Maybe you shouldn't have done, like, or had such traumatic things. You know, maybe they should have, like, a traumatic scan, I guess. For, like, it's like hey, how much yeah. trauma do you have oh, yeah. in your life? A lot? Yeah. Because just going to say it, sometimes we come across evil ships and they want to exploit those kinds of things, you know? Should have, like, a good... Yeah, exactly. And, mm-hmm. you know, there was the guy, Coop, who did not go in the ship at all. Yeah. And Coop was the uh, technician guy, just like the welder, you know, Johnny Fixit guy. And he well, his, uh, his job for the first half of the movie was just to sexual harass the women on the ship. But then later, he had another job. Yeah. Well, and then also to be like, I don't understand. 
That was awesome. <laughs> he, yeah. yeah. He's very important. He was most of the sass. Yeah, token black guy makes it through the movie. But he also probably didn't have a lot of past trauma to relive because the ship never tries to get him on board. According to the IMDb, to do all. Thing, the thing he was afraid of the most was having someone who was close to him uh, you know, be killed, which is like, I feel like pretty generic. I feel like most people have that yeah. have that fear. Yeah. yeah. That's no one I mean, I never thought yeah. of it that way, but that's definitely top one fears. Right? Yeah. Top one. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Alex, real quick. What's number 138? Fears? Yeah. What's, what's the... Oh, uh, stepping on something that looks like a small pile of leaves, but is actually a tiny tiger trap. Oh, man. And then, like, the tiger bites at your ankle. It's a mini tiger. Is there a mini tiger in that? Oh, man. That's part Wait, of my that's fear. That's what a tiger trap is? That's... Uh, a tiger trap Wait a is second. a trap made of a tiger? No, a tiger trap yeah. that already no, had no, no, Alex's no, foot be number two. Yeah. Okay, wait. So, no, no. So, okay. So, wait. Go, let me go back. Yeah. So, a tiger trap is a pit that has got a tiger in it, and it's covered over with leaves so you can step on it and fall in. That's, nope. I thought is you were supposed a, to catch no, a tiger that way. That's how they trap a tiger with a tiger trap. Oh, well, okay. So, that the, the term tiger trap has those obvious two meanings. Oh. I, I, okay. I was referring to yeah, it's like a bi-annual. trap of tiger. Yeah. Oh. Okay, so what you're saying... And then, and then my secondary fear, when 137, was that there are many tigers hanging around. They're going to bite my ankles. And so 138 is that they're living in a small pit did, everywhere I walk. Did they make the trap themselves to catch your ankle? No, it was a sassy group of uh, a Swiss family. A oh, sassy Swiss family. That the made Sass them. Family Robinson? Yes. <laughs> oh, God. Watch out for those coconut truth bombs. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Keep going. All right, so let's let's wrap up this summary. Uh, yeah, so it well. turns out that Doctor Weird, Sam Neill, he's he's the one most attuned to the ship, and it turns out the evil takes him over. He rips out his own eyes. He's got scabs and scars all over the place. He just starts mur- straight murdering the rest of the crew. Like he takes Lucius Malfoy, strings him up like he's Hannibal Lecter. He just like choke throws people and does all kinds of crazy shit. And uh, you know his he, what he wants to do is take the crew with him as they go back into the evil dimension. He wants the crew to join him in this evil. I, I got. I got. Would plan rather go home. Mm. Yeah, yeah. They'd rather have like a snack and then go home. Uh, so, question: Long term plan with that, by the way. What do you guys think he's up to? Oh wait, which part? Oh, so like, unfair. how does he profit from bringing them back to hell? What's does he get? Okay, well, a uh, for every person. I mean, step one. A, yeah, he gets a recruitment bonus. Oh, yeah, <laughs> he's got a quota. Yeah, all right. Yeah, yeah. Well, he gets he five. He needs this. <laughs> There's like a board. And yeah, down in the right. Camp. It's like bad news, guys. Uh, the rate, rates of reproduction <laughs> in hell are dropping precipitously. <laughs> all right, the first who brings in the most bodies from space. Gets a Cadillac. Oh, second so, prize? Yeah. Is that a steak knife? <laughs> Wait, Third what? prize, you're on fire. Third prize, you're on fire. I thought I had the good leads, but then it turned out I had to murder all these people. Uh, <laughs> oh, man. I don't think this counts. I want, yeah. the, I want the Glenn Gary spacemen. Give me the good ones. <laughs> so, Chris, what yeah, happened? Yeah, weird. Well, the ship, the Event Horizon is divided into two parts, the engine part and the, the crew part, and there's uh, a whole shit ton of explosives in the middle. Just precarious, so man. I would not yeah. design a ship that way. Right. It's weird. They didn't, they didn't think of, like, just a latch or something, but in an emergency, they can blow up the middle neck of the ship, and the crew part can go off and be rescued. And so the crew wants to do this. Uh, Sam Neill, evil, naked, scarred up. Sam Neill doesn't want them to do this, and so there's a fight about it. When they when they first and, showed the uh, ship, I was like, "That looks like a Canadian goose, the way it has that long yeah. neck in the middle." Uh, yeah, it and so I did like some Wikipedia, and it turns yeah. out that a, a goose 
has the same thing, a, a ring of built-in explosives in its neck, <laughs> so its head can fly away. <laughs> Yeah, in an so emergency, its brain can just operate in an yeah. emergency. That's why yeah, they're always, the in, yeah, geese are always in a bad mood because their neck might blow up. Huh. Exactly, they're really worried. Also, their yeah. body it's isn't a dimension design, of pure okay? health. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh God. Um, geese so, are yeah, not So great. they fight about it, and the remaining crew. There's three left, um, or four left, and Lawrence Fishburne sacrifices himself in order to blow up the thing and blow up Sam Neill, and then uh, you know they they get her done, I guess. They, they do get her done, I was I guess. really confused by the ending, though, right? So, like, they... they the two, Ambiguous. Two crews are, like, happy. And, like, like the, sorry, so, so, yeah, two people survive, and they get saved. Well, and the injured dude, Justin, survives, too. Yeah, all right. Uh, two and a half. Two and a half. Yeah. Uh, two and a half crews. And, um, and then, yeah, then they're, like, then they're saved. But then, they're like, we know it's saved by evil Sam Neill. But then, wait, no, no, it's not. They're actually saved. Is that it? Uh, just a dream. They were just trying to freak you out. Yeah. And then... Yeah, just a weird like, jump scare oh, at cool. the end. Yeah, but then, but then, but, but then, after all, it's cool, and it ends on kind of a weird anticlimax. I'm not sure it is cool. I think there's still a chance that they're going to die there. All right. Well, I, well, there's always a yeah, chance. Yeah, they're probably not going to live Space. Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, I, I think Space. I think they brought evil back with them. I don't oh. think you just get rid of evil that easily. Right. Oh, you think they got some evil stank on them? Well, I think so. You yeah, gotta like, you gotta like, guess. like, like, kind of like, uh, like scrub your shoes like really good, you know. Like kind of like knock them together, oh, so yeah. that like to get all the evil off. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, like sand. Some places they I have mean, like a special brush. Like... Yeah, <laughs> yeah. There was also that blood party, so you know, literal miasma going on. Eh? Gonna have to look that yeah. up. Yeah, Gonna have to I like that. Up. Don't get it. <laughs> <laughs> As well, I love how you just play through. <laughs> yeah. well, uh, and that's that's the book. That's the movie. That's the book. Crazies in space. All right. Chaos before, dimensions. Magnets. Before we start our next segment, I just want to uh, tell you guys something really quick. I um, I'm staying at this comics house in Boise, and uh, he they all went to brunch without me, and it was just okay. they made plans. I'm sorry, for me dude. And I couldn't I'm do sorry. it because I'm here. I'm really sorry. Wait, it I, gets better. Mm, okay. So I so I was bummed, and I was like, I'll catch up with you guys later. And then I just got a message from him two seconds ago that said, Hey, man, I realized we left you without any food, so I made you a cheese plate, and it's sitting outside your door. Oh. And. <laughs> There's a cheese plate go with crackers it? and apples. I just grabbed it, and um, I got crackers and cheese. It's the lovely. I just can't believe this person exists. Wow. Oh. So, All right, good. Henry fix. Russell Stoddard, comedian from Seattle. Wait, you say Kurt Russell's daughter? I said Henry Russell Stoddard. Oh, <laughs> I heard Kurt Russell's He's daughter. He's the best. Well, I'm also, sure. Also, I'm banging Kurt Russell's daughter. Is that weird? I'm sure Kurt Russell's daughter is also pretty funny. You know how sometimes you just have to penetrate something Kurt Russell made? <laughs> Does this ever happen to you? Yeah. <laughs> I just find myself punching through posters of Tango and Cash. <laughs> like three a day. Do I have a problem? <laughs> anyway. Check yes, check no, check maybe. Oh, man. So if I sound like I'm eating cheese, it's because I missed brunch. Anyway, um, now it's time for our hate I game. Am. <laughs> yeah. All right. Our hate game. Alex, we're going to enter so, another chaos dimension, dude. Yeah. So our hate game, first of all, is titled, How Do You Fuck Up a Space Movie? Space movies are so good. But <laughs> we're going to add a dimension of uh, chaos. Oh, I guess we actually kind of need to do a hand raise. It seems like Ez has been pretty clear. Yeah. Not a fan. Brooklyn, how did you feel? Where Ezra goes, I go with Ezra. Yay! Oh. 
That's sweet. I wasn't scared of this at all. I d- didn't freak me out. And I, because, you oh, know, t- I, I love a horror movie. Yeah. Tanya can yeah. tell, uh, tell the folks, I was a little nervous <laughs> because I'd heard this movie was scary from my friends in the year 1997. <laughs> oh. Yeah, and, it is on speed dial. And I was like, I wish okay. I had your friends because no one told me. So I was kind of surprised it became a horror movie. Oh, yeah. Oh. I knew. I knew. I, yeah, I, I knew. think I'd actually seen it before because people had told oh. me it's so scary. Well, I read the plot summary in advance so I'd know what happens. Mm. I told I'm you. Scared. Yeah. I did. I did offer to like let you like cover your eyes and then I would tell you when the bad stuff was over. But that was oh, There wasn't really. Yeah. I don't have yeah, anyone for that because, yeah. like, Sarah has a weaker stomach than I do. Oh, no. Yeah. Well, well so I guess I'm the only one raising my hand again. I kind of liked it. All right. You okay. can watch yeah. it for us. Also, Alex, unfortunately, I, I'm not a space movie person. Right. So you like horror movies but not space movies. And I kind of like both. Yeah. Yeah. I, I just, space doesn't necessarily do it for me most of the time. Yeah, I'm not going to say this was monster. great. There's yeah. plenty of things that are not great. I got plenty of hates for this next segment. But I did. I like the idea that scientists were trying to just travel a distance and accidentally opened a portal that's, to hell. I think that's of, a really funny idea. I and mean, that's kind of how it worked with Columbus, right? Yeah. Um, you know, they're trying to go a place and then portal to hell accidentally. Yeah, but was they it, also uh, brought that's evil how we got America. with them, as opposed to discovering no, I, it in America. Yeah, I think they know? were the shitheads in that story. As well, I think okay, yeah. but they got to Massachusetts. <laughs> they, but guys, nice. I'm just going to point out there, from the portal side of it, their perspective is we're the jerks. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fair enough. Yeah, so, hell is just relative. Yeah, we're not down with the agenda. Yeah, yeah. yeah so <laughs> hell is whatever direction. Like down is whatever the direction hell is. Exactly. That's how you work in space. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, all right. So, Chris, let's add a dimension of chaos to this game. Please use your die. I'm going to eat an apple let's slice. Let's do it. One. Oh, that's a one. Ooh. All right. That is the dimension of sex. Everything Ooh. we say has to be awkwardly sexual. The the more awkward and more contrived, the better. I'm gonna add. I'm gonna say just my Tanya's thought, face. Want, my face. Tanya is just disgusted right now. I'm not super pleased wanna... with this either. <laughs> oh, I no, like that you're not pleased, great. Ezra. I, I not that I want you to be unhappy, Ezra. I just like since you are so into chaos, I like that we found a chaos that you're not into. I just this whole movie is a chaos <laughs> I'm not into. Well, let's do this. Well, maybe so we, maybe I don't want Mr. Cheeseman, Kurt Russell's daughter's paramour, should kick us off. <laughs> I would love to. So I just want to say, though, uh, not to control chaos, but here's my thought as a rule of uh, clarification for this, is that maybe you say a hate and the team can help you make it more sexual. Okay. Sure. Yeah, absolutely. Mm. Um, so I hate that, uh, uh, like, when I, I just, I thought the crew was not the best space crew, and it seems like they should, like they should be more professional. Like, when I hire a space crew, one of the things that I usually ask is, when you're on a mission and everything has gone to shit... And you're in a damaged spaceship in a hurry to leave, and out of nowhere you see what appears to be your six-year-old son. Mm-hmm. Do you follow him off a cliff, uh, or do you go back to the ship and ignore the apparition? And I, if they say that they follow him, I don't hire that person. Yeah, I sure. Should, but Alex, I think you're forgetting that uh, the other part of the interview is: Do you continue to sexually harass the rest of the crew members and try to sneak peeks of each other in your undies? during the space travel you know, and everybody said yeah to that one so you know yeah I guess you have to you can only hire for so many different qualities 
I guess is what it is. Oh, that's a good point. And and yeah. sexual openness was an important part of it. That's sort of like, yeah, they're like they're yeah. high marks on that. I mean, yeah, she. she I also used generally the swimsuit competitions, so they were like certified <laughs> right. gettable. Get on this shit. <laughs> <laughs> what you have a kid? <laughs> yeah. All right. Who, who else has a hate for me about this movie? Yeah, so, uh, you know, also just in the in the vein of space, and perhaps you guys can help me try to make this sexual, um, mm-hmm. they're in orbit of Neptune, but it looks like they're in the atmosphere Oh, oh Chris, 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 are you sure they're in orbit of Uranus? <laughs> oh! <laughs> there you go. As, so as you're upset, of... but this is in your wheelhouse. This is your, <laughs> this is your money zone of chaos. Um, so they're in the orbit of Uranus, but it looks like they're like flying like a plane through the atmosphere. But there's no gravity, and they don't have to keep their engines turned on. So yeah. something yeah. physically is just not. I I thought it was disrespectful to our intelligence, frankly. So you think it was? Didn't, you, you didn't like the way they were rimming that planet. <laughs> Uh, I'm off. Yeah. I'm off this again. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I mean, tip of the hat, well played, but also uh, tip of the wing. Um, How can you so, be eating cheese right now? I'm just so happy. <laughs> Everything I love is anybody happening right now. A, is anybody Chris, else similarly, similarly, I think we're at a point. I like this is. It's kind of a pedantic thing, but at this point, we're far enough into into life. We just don't have sound effects in space anymore. We should know that. Everyone should know that. No sound effects in space. There's no oxygen. Can't hear the sounds. Yeah. And yet, this movie shows all the sound effects in space. Is that... Yeah. And I... I, Yeah. Is that the most unrealistic part of it, I guess? I think yeah, so. Yeah. Yeah. Of this, like, pure evil in space, Sam Neill, Scarface, hooking up the body parts mm-hmm. this the part where there's no sound there's sound in space is definitely the yeah that was the part well, that bothered this, me the most. that was, this just, is that was I, a huge issue this is what i always say about <laughs> science fiction or speculative guys. fiction is that i you you get the little things right so that we overlook the big things mm. Mm. so that's, like oh, i can eat i have an easier time overlook like the, the sound effects just get me annoyed and so later i have a harder time understanding why the evil didn't just crawl across the corridor to the other spaceship yeah, 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 it doesn't get you in the mood. Oh, you know? actually, I, I got an answer for that need... then. Uh, Go ahead. Ed. Okay. I think evil is kind of like those like untrained dogs where they don't really like those kind of pathways. You know, like dogs really don't like what? grates and stuff. They like just they they kind of it, like spooks them out. You know, you have to actually train them past it. What dogs don't like grates? Yeah, yeah, no, totally. Try try to get a dog that just feels weird on their paws. Yeah, they don't like looking down. And seeing, New like, podcast stuff dogs don't do. <laughs> <laughs> Untrained dogs, dogs look up, fox. actually. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um Huh. Wait, so evil I, is like an untrained dog? Is that Isn't it? Also interestingly <laughs> enough, when you're you gonna hit it with a newspaper until it does what you want? Wait, wait. Oh. Huh. Huh. Well, what about the sex? <laughs> I'm not sure. I just wanted to add, yeah. If you're doing a doggy style, you also can't look up. It's a physics thing. Aww. Wait. Chaos! Chaos! This is a fun game. Who else got a hate? Yeah, do you want to change? Because hates is a long one. We could go go a different. Yeah, let's switch up. Let's do a new hate. Please be a better chaos dimension. New chaos. I have one. My chaos is cheese. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. Roll for it. Five. That is a five. So you've entered the vacuum of space. Everything you say has to be in a single breath. You cannot take a breath (gasps) in. (laughs) 
that's good. Inside the statement okay. that you take. Okay. 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 Explosive okay. decompression. I love it. <laughs> Wait, so for all of us, for the whole segment, oh, or no. just per hate? What? No, 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 no. Just for any given. Am phrase I allowed to breathe or not? <laughs> yes. <laughs> As until until instructed otherwise, please continue breathing per normal. Okay, thank you for telling me that. That would have been a close okay. one. Yeah. Okay, Tanya's Tanya's gearing up. Gearing up. Go windbag. Okay, so I super don't understand why after, what, 50 years of developments and all sorts of interior design and, like, efficiency and intelligent design, we haven't figured out how to make the inside of a spaceship that can travel through holes and, like, space and, like, matter and all of this craziness. We haven't figured out a way to make them not look like the terrible, terrible, like, 90s Boeing cockpit that's, like, (laughs) redone by Ridley Scott. Like, what what is that about? It does look like H.R. Giger threw up inside that entire spaceship nothing is lit up nothing is easily findable and there is a room that is legit made of spikes in a zero gravity environment I like, what the fuck i like that like as you guys are doing like the osha tour of this uh, workplace you're like this is a major like yeah, there there are so many violations here the usability uh, there's i don't know how oh, you yeah. get a wheelchair through here the the room of spikes that was an issue <laughs> we needed some rubber tips in this room of spikes stat <laughs> yeah, they just put corks on all the spikes. Don't worry, our medical facilities are right off of our weird sex shower zone, right next to our activity table that is also covered in pictures of our like shipmates' porn. I, it's all going great. I, I like, By the way, if you had to breathe in after, like, if you have to breathe in, your hate just stops. Oh, that's good. Mm. Oh, I stopped because I wasn't thinking so good, not because yeah. I was breathing. I just oh. got woozy. So, so this, I just want to say though. That is generally a good point, Tanya, with the one exception that the captain's chair is now attached to the ceiling instead of the floor. I did and it like spins that. spins for no reason. It, it was like a, it's always the best. Spinning. It's a sky chair. They turn the ship back on, and it just starts spinning on its own. I, just Lauren, I would watch Lawrence Fishburne slowly rotating around the bridge for as long as a movie wants to be. A Lawrence Fishburne <laughs> lava lamp? Yeah. <laughs> I, want, I want him to captain all my ships. The... The thing that I love about this is I thought you could really make a case that this was the Matrix's propaganda movie about Morpheus. Oh, oh Morpheus is so badass that he dot dot dot. No, 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 no. So that that it's like the Matrix, like the Matrix, the Smiths, they're like saying, hey, Morpheus, oh. he's the one that's like opening up this chaos uh, dimension. You guys want to stay asleep, right? You don't want to mess with this guy. This guy's a bad guy. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. Hugo Weaving in this movie is played by Sam Neill. So right. That works. Sam Neill, who I'd like to bone. Chaos. <laughs> what? Bone in wait, one breath. Wait, 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 what? <laughs> I, just, I just needed to make it sexual. That's all I could think of. Did you, did you want barrel-chested Sam Neill's barrel chest next to your chest also? I want to get some skin flakes on his skin flakes. And I made myself so easy to love. Yeah. Yeah. How much they hate it. This is Sesame Pete for Bing, and I've just got one question for you. Do you like bait? Yeah. Then you're going to love Sping Rewards. We've got so much bait for you. Why? Just listen to this satisfied customer. Hi, my name is Alex. Hi, Hi Alex. Alex. You may recall, way back in 2015, I started using Bing as an experiment for this show. We remember. 
And I was really excited to use Bing Rewards. I was offered a $5 gift card to Starbucks if I just did enough searching and got the requisite number of points. Wow, what a good deal. Yeah, that's some good bait. I know. So I spent six months using Bing as my exclusive search provider, and even though it was super annoying, I accumulated 385 points. Not quite the 500 I needed, but a good start. Hey, that's not nothing. 73% of something can't be wrong. You know, you were so close, I bet you could almost taste that bait. So I persevered for another month and a half, and I finally got there. 500 points. Sweet, sweet Starbucks gift card. Here I come. Get that bait! So I clicked redeem. Great next step. And then what happened? Did they give you that bait you so richly deserve? No. Like other things on Bing, it was just an error message. Oh, no. Probably just an issue with the mobile site, I thought. I'll try it again tomorrow from home. That's really good thinking. Didn't work from home either. That is such a sad trombone. So I waited a week and I tried again. Picking up the trombone again. Probably worked by then, man, right? Nope. That is solid work on the trombone, Ez. Thank you. So I waited a couple more days, and then I was going to try again, and if it didn't work, I would just write a complaint. So what happened after that? When I signed in, the price of my bait had changed from 500 to 800 points. What? That doesn't sound like bait at all. Whatever that is, it's way worse than bait. Yeah, and I'm done with it. I switched back to Google and I, for searching, and I'm so much happier. Good idea. You should switch. Yeah, everybody should switch away from Bing. Most definitely. Today's episode isn't sponsored by Bing at all. It's sponsored by RedeathWeep.com slash Amazon. Because when you buy stuff from Amazon, it costs the same thing they did when they told you. And they actually sell bait. That's right. There's a book called Bait and a movie called Bait. Or you can just buy some Berkeley Power Bait Extra Scent Glitter Trout Bait. That's real bait. Womp womp! You know, unlike Bing, read-weep.com slash Amazon won't switch that out for something else that isn't bait. What a deal! I like bait, but not switching. Read-weep.com slash Amazon. Womp 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 It's time now for a game of top five. Top, top five. five. So Are we we're doing the top five. Chaos or no? Not yet. So for the game okay. of top five, it's already got a lot of chaos in it. So top five now is our sort of our mini gig game segment this week. So I'm going to play a, a game here suggested by Ezra. Um, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be the host and the, four, the three of you are going to play. Cool? Ready. Cool. Cool. So the game is called Make the Best of It. So you guys are on a ship that contains <laughs> a portal to hell. Oops. And... Um, you could try to blow up in the middle of the ship like a gooseneck and then fly the non-hell half home. Just like or, a goose. Or you yeah. could just make just like the best goose. of it. That, that's the other option. You can make the best of it. So I'm going to give you a scenario, and then you guys tell me. You can brainstorm some ways to not be so bummed if that happened to you. Mm-hmm. Cool. Okay. Yep. yep. All right. Sure. Early on in the mission, one of your crew members is uncareful, and then all of a sudden is inexplicably catatonic. What do you do? How do you make the best of it? Uh, Sharpie his face, so he got like a like a cool I, mustache when he wakes up. I was so oh, sure yeah. you were gonna say draw dicks on his face. I <laughs> knew you were gonna say <laughs> no, it. not dicks. Not dicks. No, you could give him cool, cool like, uh, like a monocle. You give him cool sideburns yeah. that he can't grow himself. <laughs> um, yeah, you boost it to boost morale. Could, yeah. Oh, but you could also put his hand in a thing of warm water. Oh, That'd see if he wets himself. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. And then the fun part is he'll never wake up, so you'll have to clean up his urine. <laughs> Hold on yeah. a second. There's a system for yeah, that. Yeah. It's a very fancy ship. It's not that fancy. You put him in the shower uh, orgy room. Boeing plane. 
Yeah. Oh, you can just put him in the shower. <laughs> you put him in a shower with a hand and warm water. So you just right. down the drain. Scenario number two. You keep hallucinating your maggot-infested son. Oh. Oh, I know, I know, I know. You hallucinate... <laughs> what? Wait, which part? Well, I know. <laughs> just that you are really eager to know about I know this one, though. <laughs> this, is, this is an easy one. Oh, no. You hallucinate some... Um, some um, uh, I guess... Fishing poles, and you use those uh, hallucination maggots mm. to go fishing with your son. You go hallucinating fishing. Exactly. Oh, man. Wait, you want to use your hallucinating... Su- wait. Your son hallucinations leg maggots to go fishing? With, Is that what with you're your saying? son. With it's your bonding. Son. It's a, yeah. With your son. <laughs> yeah. It's a, it's mom and, mother and son time. You know, just yeah. go fishing, dip his legs in the water, see what sticks. That's a good idea. All right. Qu- yeah. Scenario number three. The scientist that you never liked is covered in scars and trying to kill you. How do you make the best of that? Oh, I really like playing tag and chase games, so I'm going to treat the oh. entire ship like a jungle gym because he won't. And be able he's to just me. it. Um, yeah, he's just it. And uh, oh, but you know, it's freeze tag. I bet. So when he catches me, I have to freeze, and that's always fun. Well, see, if right, because he chokes slammed you. Then I would just bludgeon him until. I couldn't. I, yeah, they did fail to bludgeon anymore. him, but if you did it earlier, it would might have worked. You know what? I'd take the opportunity to work out my feelings with him. Because you, know, you shouldn't, yeah. you shouldn't hold on to that rage. The opportunity to work wait. out his Ezra. So you you never liked him. Yeah, and you decided to wait until he had ripped out his own eyes, was covered in scars, and was trying to murder you, and then you try to work out your feelings. Yeah, yeah. Because it's like I feel like this is opportunity. You know, like once he's trying to kill you, you're like, well. Yeah, this is coming to forefront. It's a teachable I could, moment. Yeah, I thought I could sweep it out yeah. the rug, but you can't. You know, you, so you yeah. got you got. Mm-hmm. Oh, sorry, I was going to say you could do a good deed and like teach a blind guy chess or braille or something. Oh yeah, you could teach yeah. him how to chess. He'll chess for yeah. a lifetime. I was actually yeah. just that was going to be my next scenario. Was you clawed your own eyes out? Oh. So blind chess, I, I like it. Uh, well, I would also say just like you could probably save. Okay, so you know how on Amazon. You have to either pay like three dollars for um, uh, an HD episode of a TV show, or two dollars for yeah. an SD episode. You can save a dollar for every episode now because it doesn't That's matter. True. If it's Why bother HD. with the HD? You don't need it. Yeah, never care about 4K TVs again. Oh That's man, true. Yeah, what you, a relief! Because I'm worried about watch that. Watch something in black and white because you wouldn't even care. Yeah, as long as the sound was good, the sound. Yeah, you just excellent. want good speakers. Yeah, so I just, I just fi- oh, that's yeah. the thing is, I'd finally be able to spring for a good set of Bose uh, headphones because I've always wanted them. Oh, yeah, and you'd have, you'd, it'd be justified. You wouldn't oh. be able to make a lot of money without eyes, but. Oh well, I mean, uh, maybe in twenty forty seven, you know, there's a better uh, like social security net, like oh, like a social right. safety net. Yeah, nah, and hey, happened. of the people that clawed out your eyes, at least you didn't sleep with your mom. That's right. That's right. <laughs> and the clawed out your well, eyes. You made the best of that. Yeah, the clawed out the eyes yeah. meetings, the conventions. You'd be like, well, I mean, I feel like I feel much better <laughs> about myself than most of these guys. Uh, uh, scenario number five. Uh, there's a pool of blood that is spilled over and is running through all of your hallways of your spaceship. Tanya, how would you make the best of that? Hmm. I'd get a stew on. <laughs> Perfect. All right, you guys, that's the game of make the best of it. I love that. Uh, let's, we have some questions now from the fans uh, from Facebook and Twitter. But, Chris, let's add a dimension of chaos to it. Why not? Okay, let's do it. Please be one of mine. Uh, it is one of Ezra's. Yes. I'm sorry, my screensaver turned on. <laughs> Please be the stupid chaos! one. Screensaver! Uh, so we've actually... <laughs> We've actually entered the dimension of insecurity where everything we say, we're complimenting Alex. 
no. <laughs> I don't think I can handle that. We just have to come with Alex. Alex, you can totally handle Too it. Bad. Alex, we believe you. you can, you're strong enough to handle this dimension. I don't Alex, think so. You're a strong, <laughs> sensual woman. <laughs> with a long, silky tail. With a long, Wait a silky tail. Wait a second, Tanya, are you playing you two dimensions take... of chaos? Are you still using the sarcasm <laughs> dimension? <laughs> Alex, no. And you're so perceptive and so thoughtful to wonder that. No. <laughs> All right. Um, I don't know if this is actually going to help our next game go, uh, but let's try. So yeah, Tim asks, Alex, because you're here. Yep. And you're going to guide us through this. <laughs> you guys, this is my least favorite thing that's ever happened. Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha! Chaos. <laughs> oh, Alex, don't be scared. It's Tim. Okay. Tim on Facebook asks, uh, which is a better orgy, the execution orgy in Perfume? Or the blood orgy in this movie. Sub question: What's your best movie orgy? Do you have a fa- another well, favorite Alex, orgy? Uh, I'm not nearly as handsome as you are, so I, I probably have a lot less orgy experience than you. <laughs> but at the same time, uh, my favorite—I mean, like which is better? I'd say the blood orgy because it looks like more people were enjoying themselves and everybody was getting a taste as opposed to the you know with the cannibal one at the end of perfume somebody's getting left out right it's, it's, right. it's the guy getting that uh but my favorite orgy would be the <laughs> food fight orgy that happens in the movie hook oh that's pretty good is that wait do they an orgy do also, they fuck Alex, chris just so nice <laughs> don't they fuck i <laughs> In the movie Hook? That's that's not what happens. Is that the director's cut? What version of Hook have you been watching? That must be on the DVD. That's an extended cut. Oh, no. Alex would never let this happen. You would always know the difference between a porn parody and the real movie Hook. (laughs) He's so smart. His brain is enormous. All right. uh, Sean Campbell asks... uh, Actually, he, he asked the question that was raised by the podcast Horror Show Hot Dog, a podcast about horror movies. Uh, But they ask... Is this The Shining in space, or is The Shining Event Horizon in a hotel? Oh, man. Oh, I, I, I hate this parallel, but I, <laughs> I think Alex is the best. <laughs> Do you have an opinion? Um, I think The Shining far, far surpasses anything that Event Horizon sets up. It, here, like it here, just doesn't... Those two things don't exist in a similar... But which one has more spaceships? It's roughly the same, right? About spaceships. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a I don't have taste as good as Alex's in space and caring about space movies, so I can't really speak to uh, something like this. Um, I'll, I'll defer Can we have a new Alex's, chaos? Uh, oh, Alex, I mean, whatever you want. <laughs> you, you, you know what's best for this podcast. I would really like a new, a new chaos. Well, we just okay. want you to be happy, buddy. <laughs> Here we go. Here's a new dimension. But don't do mine. I want mine to be for the last compliment. <laughs> you know, Alex, absolutely. <laughs> All right. Now I'm using this for my benefit. <laughs> do you okay. not want a new one? <laughs> um, so this is five. Oh, that's, that's the one Tiny suggested. Is that nice. uh, it's the... Dim- what? Nice. What just said nice? Good oh, comment. Nice. Okay. Yeah, uh, it's the dimension of clothes, which means or the dimension of clothing and fashion, which means every everything that you say must eventually tie its way back to the clothes that people wore or the, the general look of things. Oh man! All right, yeah. so um, this is sort of related to the game we played earlier. But Scott on Facebook asked, "What are good places to go where you don't need eyes?" The Gap. 
Very soft. <laughs> what? Yeah. That was perfect. That's an awesome you just question. nailed that guy. I'm planning on vacationing without my eyes. You know, I have eyes, but I don't need them. Because <laughs> the fabric's and when so you're soft. on this side of the Bahamas, you don't need your pesky eyes. Uh... Um, what Dark about there are those the moon? Because you'd sure. be wearing that fancy spaceship or spacesuit. Although if you're <laughs> listening to the spaceship. album, if you're listening to the album Dark Side of the Moon, I hope you don't have ears. Ooh. Oh, oh really? Not a fan of them all. Not a fan. All right, fair enough. Wait, no, no, Did damn it, Alex, you have terrible taste. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I miss my chaos. I know, right? Somebody, somebody wishes he was still in his compliment bed. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I think another place where you could you, have you guys heard of those uh, restaurants in the dark? Oh, that yes, fad. I have, as seen in the movie About Time. Oh, that was oh. a nice one. Oh wait, I didn't I, like I, that I, movie. Oh okay. really? You didn't even like Rachel McAdams' wardrobe in that. Here's movie? the thing I don't like because <laughs> like they never said like so he's like oh sorry dad I can't see you anymore because I decided to have another kid and um. He never just said, like, he never told his wife anything about it, you know? He's never just like, oh, hey, by the way, I'd like to have another kid with you, but if I do, I'll never be able to see my dad again, which is kind of a bummer for me. Also, I can time travel. Also, I can travel through time. Yeah, I feel like that yeah. should have come up at some point, you know? I don't uh, know. Ezra, it's just, it's sort of like cell phones. Open communication and relationship would ruin all movies. <laughs> it's just, none of the tension lifts exists if you just tell your wife everything. That just ruins movies. Yeah. Yeah. And most CW sitcoms. Which, uh, so and our last question, impeccably dressed. Our last question comes from uh, Guy Incognito at Guy Incognito on Twitter, Marcelo, who says, "If you run into a space ghost ship, why not just turn around and call it a day?" So, mm. and I'm going to extrapolate that for everybody into just what else could they have done once they found the space ghost ship? Uh, yeah, that's weird. Um, here's here's one thing that is sort of clothing related that i think explains a lot of the actions is that i think these are uh genetically engineered like sort of clone people or at least brainwashed people because their t-shirts all say their name their rank their job and all these details about them in case they forget or i don't know these are just fragile minded people. i actually need a mission i just like that i'm i'm in favor of the everyone has to wear a name tag Earth law that was going to get passed hopefully one of these days. Oh, if only. Uh, but it's not a cocktail party. This is a crew that lives and works together for weeks and months on end. You're going to learn six names. Uh, yeah, but well, but there was a scientist. He was new. <laughs> Seven, if the other name you count is your O. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> uh, I do like those. Uh, I'll actually say similarly that I think that the reason why they had the conference to say is because they had some pretty cool space environmental suits. They had yeah. the magnet boots those for sticking to the outside boots. of spaceships. True. Yeah, they'd be like, "Oh man, those magnet boots! That was a lug sole and a half. Yeah. My goodness!" <laughs> but also, what I think they should have done is gotten a really giant roll of cling film and just wrapped <laughs> that weird spaceship all nice and tight, and then been like, "Bye." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what if okay, you just... sterilized, or we can now put you in the fridge? Yeah, you just, yeah, yeah. yeah I was just like put it in the back of the fridge and a, never look at it. A again. giant Ziploc bag. <laughs> You tow it all the way back to yeah, yeah to, to your your, your yeah, ice box. You label so, it evil. <laughs> Do not <laughs> eat. And then the date. Evil. <laughs> yeah, the date. May fourth, twenty forty seven. And you put yeah. right next to the uh, yeah the the turkey stock from Thanksgiving. And yeah, the, you use your giant sharpie to draw a frowny face on the bag, and then <laughs> you just take it home. The, the problem I love with the idea this, that, you guys, is that 
you put it in the back of the fridge, and mm-hmm. that's where other... I don't know if you've had stuff in the back of the fridge too long. They open a portal to evil. That's what happens. Mm. Oh, and then they go away? Icy. No, no, your leftovers, if you leave them long enough, that's why they get green and smell like dirt. It's a <laughs> portal to evil. I, I oh. love the conversation, though, between, like, say, like, Miller and... Uh, yeah, Lawrence Fishburne and, and Sam Neill, where it's just like, it's like, hey... Are we gonna actually ever use this? Or can I throw it away? He's like, no, 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 no. I might want it. I might want it. Well, I might want it later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, no, it's, it's still good. It's still totally good. It's like it's, it's pure <laughs> evil. It's taking up most of our ice box. And Larry Fish goes back to his spinny chair and goes, "Okay, whatever." Um. <laughs> All right, you guys. That's the game of top five. Top five. Top five. Go to facebook.com slash read and weep or Twitter at read underscore weep to answer next week's question, or you can set up on the mailing list readweep.com now. It's time for our minor compliments. Chris, can we do my chaos? Uh, we can, but first we're going to do one other chaos <gasps> that is real quick. <gasps> that is the dimension of food. Everybody go get a snack right yeah! now. Yeah! You guys, I have a cheese plate. Well, then you don't have to go. Oh, no. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. So we've got some Talenti Roman Raspberry Gelato. Oh, nice. I got like a little like Halo mm. uh, Clementine thing. Nice. Hmm. All right. So for the compliments, we're doing our last Dimension of Chaos, which is the dimension of different podcasts. Each of us has to emulate a different podcast host style. So I meant uh, among us. So oh. when you compliment, you have to be someone else complimenting something from the show. Oh, okay. So it's not like Ira Glass. It's like I've had no, no, no. So yeah, you have to be one of yeah, exactly. So one of us has to be the other person complimenting something left in the movie. Okay, Hmm. cool. So we're gonna go in reverse order, which means Ezra, you're up first. So who are you gonna compliment like, and what is your compliment? Um, I'm gonna compliment like you, Alex. Okay. Uh, were there any jokes in this movie that I didn't catch that were like? Um, I, don't, I don't know. Oh yeah, because there was that joke where the guy, where the evil guy, was just laughing maniacally. He was laughing at something, I guess, right? Yeah. <laughs> okay. So I, I like to picture what the what happened right before that evil guy was laughing maniacally. Um, I love it. What do you think? Uh, um, what if he was like, he was like, how many, how many evils does it take to take over a, a ship? And he was like, one. This one. <laughs> if it's pure enough, it's me. <laughs> I got your evil right here. Yeah, he's, he's only been to a couple open mics. It's, I like. Yeah, I like that he's not a good jo- writing joke. So he's like, man, how many chickens does it get to cross the road? Evil. <laughs> yeah, he just kind of got the one thing. He's like, he's like, he's, he's sta- like, yeah, evil does stand up. He's like, he's like, okay, he's like, hey guys, hey guys, uh, how come, how come evil ships like drive like this, but like <laughs> not evil ships drive like this? Am I right? <laughs> yeah. Are you ever, you ever disemboweling somebody to hang them from the rafters for no reason, and then you're like, "Oh, my gloves!" <laughs> oh, women be bleeding. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. Uh, good one. All right, Chris, uh, you're next. What's your minor compliment, and who you're complimenting as? Oh, uh, I'll compliment as Tanya, I guess, because I was going to compliment as Alex, but I'll change because Alex. I think you can do that. Yeah. Um. So. I really liked uh, the uh, the makeup work in this movie. They clearly had some very talented uh, special effects ma- makeup artists because uh, if you look at Sam Neill's makeup where his uh, eyes are gone, 
It's very yeah. clear, like a progression. It looks realistic, and then like you know all the scar work and everything. It was, uh, you know, it took a lot of talented professionals. And since I have experience working with makeup artists, I know just how hard that is. It looked so like his eyes being somebody else's eyes were so perfectly creepy. It was it was real creepy. Like that, oh, they spent good. their budget on the CG at the beginning that looked like you know beginner CG now. Yeah, it's not then, look um, good. That was one third of their budget. Yeah. Was it really? Oh god! Yeah, according to IMDb. Uh-huh. Well, I'm, so I'm going to go so next. My minor compliment. I'm going to compliment in the style of Ezra because okay. Ezra does a lot of research, mm. and um, it's not about balls. That would be my first guess, but um, instead, I'm going to compliment about a thing I learned on Wikipedia, which is that uh, they were trying to make a director's cut, apparently, but too much of the footage was in bad shape. And there was this quote, some of the footage was located in a salt mine in Transylvania in bad condition. And um, so so I was like, well, that's a weird sentence. Well, Uh, I mean, I did some research. In good condition would be surprising. Bad condition makes sense. Well, no, apparently apparently we store a lot of film in salt mines. That's a thing we do. What? Because they're real deep and real dry. Apparently there's a salt mine in Kansas that's been turned into a giant vault 650 feet below a mountain. And it's the largest storage of film and TV in the United States. Wow. We just okay. store them in old salt mines. Also, that's the the mine is the only salt mine in the country that is open to tourists. So uh, check that out, Kansas. Whoa, isn't I that interesting? Out, yeah, I should check out. That's salt actually mine. really interesting. Yeah, yeah. Like I if no it didn't take going to Kansas to do it, I would really like to tour that. Salt well, mine. I'd I'd rather do the one in Transylvania if it's allowed. Sure. I don't know if it is, but uh, I just salt like, along I, the way because I'll like I'll take my stuff. Yeah, you could just lick the wall. Yeah. Wow, yeah. you guys are really down with that. <laughs> uh, also, balls. So that's my Ezra compliment. Uh, Tanya, that leaves you. Um, I guess I have and to do a Chris lament. Chris yeah. is the obvious one, but it, you you know the field's wide open. You could do a second one for either of us. Oh, well, I have a Chris lament ready to go. Let's do okay. it. I love it. It's, it's Let's never out. use the word Chris lament again. No, I could I could handle two yeah, more. Yeah. I don't know. I'll allow it. Yeah, three okay. to one. It's allowed. Fine. Um. I liked that this was in space because space makes yeah. me feel so happy and there's so much potential. And sure, there might be like a corner of space that's like kind of evil or something. But there's so much <laughs> space that's just space. Space it's is so really good. cool. And here's a planet that I know about. And also, sometimes when you're thinking about space, you could feel like maybe you could cry a little bit. But, but you won't. But you could. Apparently, when I think I'm Chris, I talk like a child. Yeah. Well, that's fine. Yeah, there's some interesting uh, revelations in that compliment. Yeah. For a space movie, it's not much of a space movie, by the way. Well, it is in space the whole time. Not a lot of zero G. What else do you want? Not a lot of. Yeah, that's true. Well, yeah, because zero G was a third of their budget just for that one watch, so they just turned the gravity drives on and left them the whole time. (laughs) Oh, magnetic boots? Cool. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, that did irritate me a little bit because I do love zero G stuff, but it's expensive. It's hard to yeah. do. Yeah. It'll be so much easier when we actually have a permanent base on the moon, you know? Cannot wait. Oh, man. Man. That was going to be my Alex style compliment was to compliment the idea that there was a base on the moon. <laughs> oh, I love a base on the moon. I also love the idea of uh, like filming on location in space. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh that's going to be, cool. be, so be cheaper at some point. Yeah. Yeah. Of course. Yeah, we got a reusable rocket yeah. now from SpaceX. Chris, do you want to talk about space with me? Yeah, 
I do, but this is probably not the time. <laughs> okay, some but other time. If anybody's watching The Expanse out there, which if you read the books from my Weekly Weep rep- recommendation, you should watch the show. It's awesome. They do a lot of cool stuff with zero-G simulations. Mm. And, uh, oh, I can't yeah, wait. I'm so great. excited to watch The Expanse. I'm going to read the books first. I don't have, I, oh, you but should that's, definitely read the first book. Oh, it's so good. I, I'm most of the way through the I'm like 75% of the way through the first book, and I, would, I, I wanted to thank you for that recommendation. And everybody at home who hasn't uh, started reading uh, Leviathan Awakes on Chris's recommendation... It is everything that I want in a space opera. It is so perfect. It's a, it's mostly a gritty like film noir detective in space. It's everything I want. It's so good. Oh, I love it. Yeah, it's like uh, it's it's the best sci-fi series I think of the past ten years. Wow, in my opinion. But yeah, Tanya's checking her Instagram right now. We should move on. <laughs> It doesn't always have to be about me. It doesn't always have to be about me. I wasn't paying attention either, guys. (laughs) All right, everybody, that's it for our show. Thank you so much for listening. We're going to be back again next week. Next week, we are talking about The Sting. Isn't this going to be fun, you guys? Is it about bees? No, it's about... <laughs> no, it's not about what? the bees. Is it about no, bees the... doing a long con? It is... You're closer. <laughs> well, because here's the thing. <laughs> you can't tell me that they weren't made up of a bunch of bees. That's true. <laughs> right? Uh, you can't tell me. It's, you can't. I, I wouldn't. Uh, <laughs> anyway, this is sponsored by Ian from Harrisburg, who says... For, he, that he sponsored this first because he thinks we deserve to enjoy something genuinely very good. Yeah. And he's right. Oh, it's very man. good. And second, because he wants to listen to us implode while we try to say a bad thing about it. Uh, to which I say, Ian from Harrisburg, challenge accepted. <laughs> or yeah. maybe we'll just be funny and positive because that's not technically in the rules. Who knows? No refunds. No refunds. That is the rules. I do appreciate that for you for sponsoring, though, Ian. I really am looking forward to it. I love The Sting. It's one of my favorite movies. And also, a uh, big thank you to uh, to Brian from Brian. Milwaukee for sponsoring this. Thanks, Brian. <sighs> yeah, this was, was a fun, fun one to make fun of. It was. Yeah. I'm glad to have been a part of it. I thought it was really interesting. Uh, and uh, we really appreciate it. And we're on our last few sponsors, so we'll be talking about sponsors again probably in early February. So if you've got a sponsorship you've been jonesing for, hang on to it. Go to readdeskmovie.com, sign up on the mailing list, get great recommendations from Chris about science fiction books and also a bunch of other good stuff, and be ready to sponsor. Uh, Chris, at C. Walter Smith on Twitter. Uh-huh. Yeah. Talk to him about the Expanse series. Uh, also at Ezra yeah, Fox seriously, on Twitter. Hit me up about the Expanse. I will talk Expanse all day. <laughs> I can't wait. Uh, at Ezra Fox on Twitter. Talk to him about uh, uh, balls. I don't know uh, what he wants. I mean, <laughs> falafel. Yeah, I'll also talk. Balls. Yeah, you can talk to me about falafel. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, at the I Tanya best. Uh, Tanya, talk to her about zambonis or about <laughs> uh, Instagram clothing. What? What? Chili? Just looking at pictures did, on did Instagram. Did you mean to say chili? Talk to her about stew, <laughs> about blood stew. Clothing? Instagram blood people. Stew. Pe- Please don't. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag Tony loves blood stew. <laughs> Hashtag Please don't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can include Just that hashtag when you talk fancy. to her about blood stew. I'm, I'm here to I'm here to chat. <laughs> Maybe not about blood stew. But, DT you know. chat. That's Tanya. That's down yeah, to chat. That's what I say every week. <laughs> well, thank you so much for being here, you guys. We uh, it was a uh, great talking to all of you. Thanks for listening. We'll be back again next week for the sting. Goodbye, everybody. Psh. You guys. If you want